16. You'd think with today being a baptism and child dedication Sunday, we'd have more of those around, but uh, (laughs) thank you. Uh, But before we move into baptism, I I just want to be very clear as a church on on what baptism is, what it means, what it does and does not do. And so I just want to share with you three pictures. Now, God has given us, as a covenant community of believers, uh, he's given us some visuals of of the gospel for us, particularly baptism and the Lord's Supper. The, the gospel is not something we just say as we preach the word or share it with people as we go out from here, but the gospel is something we also sing and something we see. And so I want us to be clear on what we're going to be seeing this morning. And so I just want to explain three pictures of baptism and what baptism is and what baptism shows us. The first picture, uh, the first reality that baptism pictures for us is, is what Jesus did for us. Uh, follow along with me as I read 1 Corinthians 15 verses, uh, well, I'll start in 1 and read through 5. Now, I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel, that word gospel just means good news, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, And by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then the twelve. The reality is that Jesus Christ... The sinless Son of God became a man, took on flesh, and died in our place. Died the death that we deserved because of sin. And after he died, he was buried, and three days later, he rose again. And so as we baptize people, as we, uh, in accordance with what we see in Scripture, by immersion, uh, the, the picture is that of Christ having been buried in our place and raised again to newness of life. Uh, Sin deserves death, but at the cross, God graciously takes our place. And 1 Corinthians 15.1 reminds us that this is the best news that we could ever have heard, that it is the gospel that Paul preached to us, it is the good news that I preach to you, and it is the good news that we will see here this morning. And so the first thing baptism pictures is what Jesus has done for us. Secondly, and you can turn with me to Romans 6, or I will read it to you either way. Secondly, baptism pictures not only what God has done for us, what what Jesus has done for us, but baptism pictures what Jesus has done in us. Romans chapter 6, verses 4 through 7 says, "We uh, We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. And very similarly to this, Colossians 2.10 says, Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God. 
Uh, the New Testament is clear. We see it here in, in Romans chapter 6 even, that, that it is not the act of baptism that saves us. It is faith. It is absolute surrender and trust to God that he has done everything that is necessary to provide for our forgiveness. That he has taken on the, the consequences of our sin on himself and by the power of an indestructible life was raised again from the dead. And that rather than trying to, to be good enough and to earn forgiveness, we simply trust Jesus. But baptism pictures not only what Christ has done for us by uh, dying and rising again, but what God has done in us by applying that to us. See, we call this, uh, it's been called throughout history, the great exchange, where, where my guilt is exchanged for his innocence, where my death is exchanged for his life, where he gets what I deserve so that I can get what he deserves. And so Christ, the innocent and the righteous, takes my death that I might have life. And his death becomes a satisfactory death for my sin. And his life becomes my life. This is why Paul declares in Philippians that, that it, I have been crucified with Christ. And it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me in the life that I live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. And so baptism not only pictures what God has done for us, but it pictures what God has done in us by, by accepting Christ's death as satisfactory payment for the death that I owed, and that his life now becomes my life. And so baptism uh, pictures what happens through faith, that our debt is paid and we've been raised to new life. And so not only does it picture Christ's death and resurrection, but it pictures spiritually our death with Christ and our resurrection with him. And lastly, uh, number three, turn with me back to 1 Corinthians, if you would, uh, chapter 12 now. Baptism pictures what Jesus has done for us. Baptism pictures what Jesus has done in us. But baptism also pictures our belonging or identification with the local church. I don't know if you realize this or not, but I want you to have this squarely in your mind. Baptism is not merely an act of the person in the water. It is something that the whole church participates in. It is a whole church act whereby we tell the person who is being baptized, you belong to us and we belong to you. And so baptism pictures our belonging to the local church. 1 Corinthians 12 uh, 12 and 13, for just as the body is one with many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. In other words, your body has a bunch of different parts, hands, arms, feet, leg, eyes. Uh, the body of Christ, the church, is one body, but it has many parts. Verse 13, for in one spirit, is the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, Slaves are free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. Baptism shows us what Jesus has done for us. Baptism shows us that Jesus, what Jesus has done in us. But baptism is also our commitment to the local church. There are two pictures that Jesus has given us to see the gospel. One of those is communion uh, that we participate in regularly, and the other is baptism, that as believers we only do once when we, when we believe. But both of them are whole body functions. 
Baptism is the declaration that the one belongs to the many. And communion is the declaration that the many are one. And so as we move now into this time of baptism, where where these people are going to get into the water and they're going to be baptized, realize that this is not just something they do. This is something we do. We are affirming their faith. We are affirming that they belong to us. We are affirming that we are one united covenant community together. And so as we move now to baptism, may you see clearly what Jesus has done for us, in us, and how he's bringing us together as one for his glory. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the picture that you have given us of baptism and that we get to affirm faith together and that we get to commit ourselves within the covenant of the local church to one another. Father, I pray that these people being baptized would uh, live lives that are honoring to you from now until either you return or they go to be with you. That we would see that baptism is not the mark of our salvation. It does not save us. It does not guarantee our salvation. But it is a display of what you have done for us. It is a public commitment that, that we know you, that we believe in you, that we trust you, and that we are united together. And so Lord, we pray that you would keep them you would keep them near to you, that you would captivate their hearts, and that the evidence of their salvation would be a life lived in faithful obedience to you. But Lord, may we see clearly what you have done for us and in us and are even doing among us today. We ask all of this for your glory in Jesus' name.